0: Hello everyone, my name is Colin Donovan and I'm here today to discuss media biases and the relationship between data journalism and these biases. I'm currently a senior at Fairfield University studying environmental studies and politics. And I'm back again today to create this podcast on behalf of a media and politics class I'm enrolled in this semester. I would like to thank those that took the time to listen and I hope you guys enjoy. So I would like to begin by introducing the types of biases that impact media today, and then I will get into how data journalism may be able to alleviate the effects of these biases. But first, I think it's important that we understand what is meant by data journalism. So you must have a basic understanding of what is what uh, data journalism is before you can, can comprehend how it may be able to alleviate the biases we see in media today. So. Data journalism ultimately is a form of journalism that utilizes numerical data, trends, and probabilities to portray the news. Um, Rather than forming an entertaining narrative that keeps viewers, um, you know, watching, hooked, uh, data journalists strive to present the facts with hard numbers and structured thought. So ultimately, these data journalists want to present helpful and important information to the viewers without having to fluff up the facts with entertaining stories and heated debates. Um, So now let's analyze how this variation of journalism can actually alleviate the impacts of the three major types of media biases Which are effective, informational, and political or partisan biases So first effective bias refers to how News outlets tend to produce entertaining news that sells rather than helpful and important news so this bias is concerned with the heightening um the emotions of the audience by producing in your face journalism that you know grabs the attention of consumers and locks them into what they're watching even if it's complete nonsense you know even if it's not valuable important information it, this type of news still hooks the viewer still makes us want to watch just because it heightens our emotions gets us excited gets us angry you know anything that kind of wants keeps us watching and you know hooks our emotions so while this type of news sells it can actually be harmful to individual privacy rights, it reduces the pool of willing reporters because, you know, they see this as not really presenting real news, but almost, you know, an entertaining reality TV show. And ultimately it can decrease the social trust among consumers. So how can data journalism alleviate this type of effective bias? First, it can eliminate this in-your-face media. Altogether by portraying actual facts and helpful information, you know, um, through these factual numbers and trends. So, by displaying real facts with real numbers, you know, there's really no room for all this fluff and all this entertaining aspect of the news. It's just going to be, you know, here's the facts, take them, take them or leave them, and, you know, perceive them how you want. But these are the true facts, you know, shown right here in the numbers. So by presenting more of these facts and eliminating this narrative, you know, one of the major side effects would be that politicians would actually be less inclined to host these pseudo events and endorse negative ads, you know, that gain them all this attention because, you know, they do understand how this type of news and bias works. So, you know, they're playing the game. They're going to be hosting these pseudo events to garner attention. They're going to be creating negative ads if that's what it takes to garner attention for themselves. And, you know, politicians and the media, you know, by introducing data journalism would ultimately be focusing more on policy, systematics, you know, actual change they're going to be doing, and actual important stuff to our democracy and our government, rather than including all this fluff and entertainment, you know, in the news, where it's really not the sector for that, you know, we have other TV stations and shows for that. Um, So... You know, ultimately, in regard to effective bias, data journalism can just create more accurate, informative news while making for a more honest and politically driven elected officials. So moving on to informational bias. Um, This has to do with the quality of information citizens are getting from the news. So news outlets ultimately remove or alter information and context from the news stories in order to kind of personalize it to one group target audience. You know, the more... Uh, news outlets there are the less each one is gonna you know the, the the lower size of an audience each one is gonna obtain so they really need to work on you know obtaining a target audience and hooking that audience and keeping them with them so that's what they do they really you know they'll alter the news they'll take out parts of the story they'll kind of fluff up other parts to make it seem more interesting for one particular group to you know ensure that whatever target audience they're going for will be tuning into them you know will be watching their stories. So <clears throat> and you know that's all schemed to just obtain the largest profits possible you know in this very competitive game. so ultimately, political communicator uh, communication scholar W Lance Bennett, who you know also wrote one of our books that we uh, are reading for the course, has broken informational biases down further into four categories, which are personalization, dramatization, fragmentation, and the authority disorder bias. Um, you know but for the sake of time, I'm not going to Uh, dive into each one of those personally I'm just going to treat them all as one and you know see how data journalism can alleviate the whole category so ultimately you know with the introduction of data journalism it will cancel out the media's attempt to tailor news to certain audiences and it will you know cancel out their tendency to avoid helpful information because you know they'll just all be with data journalism it's all about creating the facts you know presenting the facts so it won't you know you won't be trying to Having, you won't be having to fluff up your story or, you know, make it stand out from anyone else because you're just going to be presenting the facts, there's just going to be the numbers, you know, that's all you're going to be having. So that's definitely a positive aspect of uh, data journalism in regard to informational bias. Um, additionally, it will cancel out the drama, uh, dramatization of stories and focus heavily on the facts and policy changes which will make for a much more informed citizenry and promote people to take more action, you know, for or against government and democracy, which is really what we need, you know. We're constantly hearing, you know, you deserve the type of democracy that you work for, and, you know, especially as of late, it doesn't seem like Americans are really interested in working hard to, you know, secure their democracy. So this is definitely a positive. Additionally, it will create a less fragmented media. You know, so more of the same important information will spread through the different platforms. Like I said uh, a couple of minutes ago, all these media outlets have to, you know, uh, make themselves stand out by, you know, to certain audiences by basically putting anything in the news that's appealing to these audiences. So, you know, they'll do whatever it takes with um, adding the fluff and, the, you know, entertaining aspects of the news. But with data journalism, they would really um spread the same information through all the different platforms and you know create uniformity in the knowledge americans are receiving rather than you know two americans watching the same exact news story on different outlets having completely different you know perceptions of the story they just watched because of how much each news outlet can alter it so data journalism really really you know create a more even playing field across the board and get you know most of the similar knowledge to all the americans out there so as a whole, Americans are more informed. And then finally, in regard to uh, informational bias, data journalism, you know, rather than focusing on the people involved in a crisis or scandal, the news will focus on the actual policy around the issue and ways that it can be changed to avoid another disaster in the future. So, you know, so many times we've seen, um, you know, police officer, you know, whether it's an accident or, you know, whether they just believed it was the right thing to do, you know, shooting, You know, for this example, I'm just going to say, you know, shooting a young black man for, like I said, you know, whether it was right or wrong, you know, whether he had um, jurisdiction to, you know, pull the trigger or whether it was a complete and fatal mistake. Most of the time, those things, you know, heat up the public and get debates going. So, but it's always about, you know, it's typically about the actual victim, you know, the cop you know, why was this cop even in this post? You know, he's had this, this, that in his record already. Why was he even allowed to hold a gun? And you know, those things are important to address, but data journalism will really shift the focus to, you know, the policy. You know, why did this happen? How can it be changed? How can it be avoided in the future? And those are really the important things to our democracy and to our government to keep operating smoothly. So that is a huge positive of data journalism in this aspect. So the last type of bias that we're going to be looking at today is political bias. And surprisingly, there's very little evidence proving a systematic political media bias. Um, you know, the media tends not to persuade us to follow one side or the other. They just basically reinforce the, ide- the ideologies of those sides once we choose, you know, which side we want to follow and the news stations that um, correspond with, you know, the right or the left. So in that regard there's you know not much to alleviate because there's not much going on so you know data journalism really wouldn't have that too much of an impact uh, impact on political bias all right so kind of just wrapping up while data journalism does have the potential to create a more informative news you know creating more informed citizenry and more honest group of politicians it is not guaranteed solution to the uh, bias in the media you know some people believe it is but i absolutely believe it is not You know, data journalism can absolutely be supportive of the facts and the truth, but numbers cannot tell the entire story on its own. You know, some narrative is required to get the point across sometimes, you know, we need a little extra, you know, info, a little extra information on, you know, the background of the story, history of the story. You know, sometimes we need that to grasp the whole story. So numbers alone, I don't think will cut it all the time. And then additionally, going off that, you know, these infotainment type of stories sell because ultimately it's what the American people want. You know, the news produces what we want. You know, it sells for a reason. You know, we're the consumers. And I'm not really too sure that people would appreciate being shown numbers all day. You know, we like the extra fluff. We like the entertainment. You know, we like hearing all the scandals and all the drama in the news. You know, that's what keeps us hooked. And the news stations know that, and that's why they produce it. You know, it's not all a coincidence. So, like I said, I think producing just numbers all day would really drive down, um, you know, the viewing. And, you know, while it does have many positives, there's just some negatives to consider. So, additionally, you know, American, you know, these types of um, reporters, you know, data journalists, um, you know, they love numbers. They like showing you the facts and numbers and, you know, prove they think that's enough to prove, you know, points, you know. Getting across, so Americans tend not to like that. You know, they tend not to listen to people who boast about how smart they are and you know how much they know about numbers. And you know, ultimately, we don't like feeling lectured, especially you know when we're trying to watch the news at the end of the day or to start our day, whatever it may be. You know, we don't want to be to- being told lessons in numbers. You know, we want to be entertained. And you know, going back to my last point, we are presented with the news that we desire, and that's this infotainment, you know, extra fluff in your face, you know, journalism, so that's what we get. And finally, there may be a large percent of of Americans that, you know, overall don't even have a basic understanding of statistics and therefore may have a hard time comprehending all the numbers being thrown in their face, so it might even not be a possibility for people to comprehend these types of news stories, you know, if we, if it were to make a transfer over to those types. So, in summary, I do not believe that data journalism can save us all from media biases. Um, there are many aspects of these biases that exist because, like I mentioned, it is exactly the type of news that Americans desire. Um, I don't believe that this is all coincidence that this is the type of news we get. I do believe that we have a lot to benefit from blending data journalism with our news today. Um, you know, I believe that we could see more effective news that can inform citizens and lead to more public action in regard to policy change and holding the government accountable. But I do not think it's, you know, the major solution to all of these problems we've been seeing. Um, Entertaining news keeps us hooked and watching day after day. And, you know, it's important that we are still obtaining uh, knowledgeable information through the news. So I do believe a change does need to be made. Um, I think incorporating data journalism into our style today can be helpful, but I do not think it is the solution, you know, on its own. All right, so I would just like to thank everyone that joined me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is Colin Donovan signing off.